Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome to episode four of The Naughty Step, a parenting podcast for parenting people, brought to you by me, Robin Wilder, and that voice in the darkness, that prickling on the back of your neck when you think you're home alone, that thing that goes bump in the night, Stuart Heritage. That's all fair. Yeah. I'm all of those things. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, whatever. Am I, do I go bump in the night? Yeah, frequently, because you move from room to room. That's like true. some shambling ghost. I was thinking about this last night. Uh, I tend to... I have three different beds that I skip between during the night. I have our bed, the horrible fold-out one-inch sofa bed that I sleep on when either you're snoring or our oldest son is restless. And then my son's bed for... Which is a single bed yeah, on the floor. Which when he... You know, when it gets really bad. And my head is pointing in completely different right angle directions for all of them and it made me wonder do you get a better night's sleep if your head is pointing in the same direction all night i think you get a better night's sleep if you are in the same place yeah maybe i don't think that's the issue i don't think the issue is that sometimes you're north sometimes you're south i think the issue is that you're moving around the house several times a night people ask me where does your husband sleep and i say i don't know who asks you where i sleep just really nosy, like people. No one has ever said, "Hey, where did your husband sleep?" <laughs> no one has ever said that. Well, just... has anyone ever said that? Yeah. Who? Name a name. I don't know. People. No one's ever said that. Okay. What have you been up to this week? Nothing. Stuart? Working. Went on a little walk. That's you did it. Training for a big walk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I did a went swimming with my son. My son. Your son. <laughs> Not your We've son. We've got this thing going on that, that Herbie is your son and Ned is my son. Yeah. Because they look like each of us. They do. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. we won't get stopped in airports if we're holding each of our sons. Yep. Just two housemates living together with our separate sons. That's us. Um, happy Valentine's happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Today, I did that thing on Facebook where you take a photo of you... And you upload it and it tells you what the male version is. <laughs> I saw that. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't love you anymore. I know. I. You look like you've, you're you going to come around and pave my driveway without asking. <laughs> I look like the best that I could manage if I were to try and become famous is to be a third inbred cannibal from the left. You look like 45% of the boys I went to school with. 
I have one eyebrow in it <laughs> and really elongated teeth. Yeah, that have got like veins on them. I know. And I haven't seen a worse one of those. I have all the ones I've seen are quite good, which is why I felt, and, and the photo that I used was quite nice smiley photo. <laughs> yeah. But I look like I look like oh maybe some sort of redneck Dave Grohl lookalike competition. You need to put the photo onto our Facebook page I will. because t- people need to see it. How horrific it's honestly you look like you live at the end of someone's bed i do i look like the description of you that i did from the beginning of this podcast you look worse than that you look like you uh, you should be covered in slime (laughs) yeah so that's made my day uh i I did it i did it and i haven't i didn't do anything with it but i actually look quite sexy as a man or a lady a lady and well obviously i'm a sexy looking man but as a lady (laughs) pretty good it's Valentine's Day today. Wow. I can't really do a thing. You can't really do a thing? I can't really Robin do... Wilder. I was going to do some sort of noise at the end, but that's that's uh, what? like a Valentine's noise. But instead you said wow. Yeah, like ooh. Or... <laughs> what are we doing today for Valentine's Day? Well, how are we celebrating Valentine's Day, Robin? Okay, well, I'm what I'm doing is I'm getting up. Then I'm going to do some work. Uh, then I'm probably going to have a go at you about something. Yep. Uh, might do some laundry, then my kids are going to come home, then I'm going to suggest that I make dinner, and then instead... I'm going to make dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Probably what will happen is you're going to give me a lovely present and card, and I'm going to go, oh, shit, I forgot. That Um, would be traditional, wouldn't it? It would. Uh, And then I'm I'm probably going to say, you know what, I'm going to have an early night. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll watch three episodes of Mad Men, one and a half of which I'll sleep through. Yes, because you're so tired from parenting and working. Valentine's um, Day is shit when you're a parent. Do you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to buy a tap for our bathroom with my dad <laughs> in B&Q. That's romantic. Yeah. You might get some sort of romantic discount. I think my dad gets a discount. I think there's some sort of pensioner discount. Anyway, this has got nothing to do with Valentine's Day. Uh... But then Valentine's Day as a parent has nothing to do with Valentine's Day. I mean, unless, unless you believe Instagram. What happens on Instagram? Because it's always like... Like a picture of some breakfast in bed. It's like, darling hubby and my dear son made me this. Fuck them. (laughs) Fuck them. Did your parents ever write you creepy little Valentine's Valentine's cards? I don't think so. My mum did. I don't know if my dad did, but it was definitely my mum's handwriting from her left hand. Oh. From from... an admirer. Oh, that's From question mark. Weird and sweet. Did you ever send your parents Valentine's cards? No. Okay. Did you have to do it at school? I don't think so. We had to do it at school. There was a, a post box. Ugh. I, I mean, it's. I like the idea of Valentine's Day. I really do, especially, especially now in the situation we're in. Really? Yeah, I think I. There are people who say, "Every day should be Valentine's Day <laughs> if you're in love," and those people can die in a fire. Honestly, I would like to murder them with a car. You can't even drive. Well, then it'd be easy, well, wouldn't it? I, it I've up. got, I've got a good alibi <laughs> in court. Um, but no, those, those, that's what. That's a childish thing to think is that every day should be the most romantic day of your life. No one does that. So you'd rather there's this prescribed day where you all, as a society, file along and then so celebrate love at exactly the same time because the man told you to. No, I, that's what I do think because. And it's not a, like a prescriptive, everyone has to go out and sit at a table for two and eat a sort of a G'd up prawn cocktail three course meal 
bullshit thing. We're not having three course meals. No, <laughs> we are. Uh, it's just a. Da- it's a. Da- it's like Christmas Day, right? Christmas Day, when you're a kid, you think, oh, presents, presents, presents. And then you get older and you think, oh, no, it's a day I can be around the people I love. And it's a nice time just to stop and take stock and think about, you know, the year you've had and the things you've gained and the things you've lost. And it's a nice thing. And I think Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day is like that. You have a day where you can just remind yourself, oh, yeah, I'm, I chose to marry you. <laughs> that came out wrong. But a day, <laughs> but a day where you can think... Our lives aren't just endless drudgery, like early bedtimes, wearing yesterday's clothes, parenting. We can remember why we got together. Well, if that's true, then what are we going to talk about on our fucking anniversary? When is our anniversary, Robin? It's it's like I want to say <laughs> I want to say September. September the fourteenth. Oh my god! <laughs> Absolutely incorrect. Fourth? No. Let's we can keep going. You, you, every so our tradition, our Valentine's Day tradition, and our anniversary tradition, for that matter, is I buy you something, and then you go, "Oh no!" <laughs> and I deliberately buy you something that's a bit nicer than I would buy you if I knew that you knew, but I know that you don't know, so I go a bit overboard to make you feel worse, and oh, that's my present. So my... it's more of an attack. Yes, my God, how, isn't that what marriage is, though? So you buy me a present specifically to make me feel bad. Yeah, is I would have got better, you if we'd known. Listeners, is that better or worse? It's better because you get a nice present. Than forgetting, because for you, every day is an anniversary. For you, you celebrate being with the person that you chose to be with constantly. Every time you look at the person that you're with, the father of your children, say, and you see yourself reflected in their eyes, just looking haggard and old and tired and you remember who did this to you that's an anniversary of sorts and i would say this actually no the thing about valentine's day when you're a parent is that you can't go out and do anything because you have to fob your kids off on people who are presumably also celebrating valentine's day yeah so i think what we're gonna do is go out one night like, I think it's I think it's the week after next we've got penciled in. We're going to go and maybe see a film. <laughs> and fall asleep. Yeah. And eat a Nando's. We won't even not even do a Nando's. It'll be that sort of thing. There's a Subway's just open near the cinema. <laughs> so we might just eat a sandwich on the way home. Well, that's romantic. That's very like what we did when we were courting. It is a bit. We would sit in London Bridge Station, drunk, eating... Uh, Burger Kings. Burger Kings. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember any of the Valentine's Days of our marriage? Of our marriage? No. I no, I I do. I remember the last one where I bought you a card and some flowers, and you went, "Oh no!" <laughs> and then you had, you spent the day in tears because you thought of yourself as a bad wife, and then you ran out and you bought me a card made out of chocolate, which that you is rice on. Yeah, but then I ate it, and then on our mantelpiece for the next week there was just one card, yeah, and no no an empty chocolate wrapper. That's telling. It's telling in that you don't recognise the permanence of love. No, I see it as something to be opened and eaten. What about Valentine's Days of your past? I can't think of... Oh, I went. I think I went to Paris. I think I took a girl to Paris once. Oh, nice. I don't really remember any Valentine's Day apart from one which went horribly wrong. Because, I mean, I never really celebrated it because I'm cool. Yep. Um, but when I, when I was a teenager, I uh, had to take the morning after pill... <laughs> on my val- on one Valentine's Day, and uh, this was again because we're quite old. This was in the days when you took one, and then you had to wait twelve hours and take the other one. 
and there was a chance that you might vomit quite badly. So I took one, everything was fine. And at the time I was going out with a guitarist because oh, as I mentioned, uh, I'm cool. cool. He had a gig that night. So I took one, he went to his gig, I took the other one and then immediately started vomiting like every half hour. So how would you like to spend Valentine's Day with me? I think I would like to make it a bigger gesture than it is. How? Like fobbing the kids off on someone for a day and a night. What? I know. That would be so expensive. I know. So we should celebrate it on the 15th. That's still expensive. Um, A day and a night of childcare is expensive. Yeah, yeah. But this is how I figure your love for me is. That it's it's almost good enough for a dinner, but not quite enough for a day and a night. It's expensive. Why am I, well, can we just wait until they're old and leave I, them to look after themselves? I didn't leave say anything. You said, how would you like yeah, to? Yeah, and now you're like, eh, when do you spend more money on me? <laughs> Unbelievable. I do my best. How would you like to spend Valentine's Day? I don't know. I honestly don't know. As much as I was singing its praises earlier, I don't really care about it that much. No, I think it feels like a bit of a crowbarred thing. I love you. You're my husband. Yeah. And, you know, I want to be with you and all that. But, like, we're up from five. Yeah, it's a long day. all our conversations around who's pooed, who's had breakfast, we're just handing over to each other. Yeah. And to then just slip his card, and I love you, obviously, uh, in it. Just it feels a bit disingenuous. So I would like to do something, like, go away for a week. Even take the family away, away but do something that's just about us. To be honest, I'm more concerned with Pancake Day. I'm so pissed off. Pancake Day was yesterday. And I have to, we're recording this on Monday, so Pancake Day is tomorrow, but you're listening to this on Wednesday, so Pancake Day was yesterday. Pancake Day is a fucking write-off. Yeah. I, you don't eat flour, <laughs> and I'm out and working in the evening. You can, well, you can do for breakfast, you can make low-carb pancakes for me. How do you make a low-carb pancake? Lots of cream cheese. Cream cheese. cheese. Yeah. Just m- fried cheese. Yes. With bacon Yuck. and maple syrup. No, it's healthy. Yeah. It's healthy. It's, it's healthy. Not. I might just do pancakes for me and Herbie. Hey. What? This is why Valentine's Day doesn't work. Because you I... go, you know what? Robin doesn't count for a lot no, of things. No, you don't. If you don't eat a f- full 25% of the ingredients that are in a pancake I've because you're on some you about... bullshit mental diet. I've just told you about the alternative. But no, Robin's not worth it. Today on Bedroom Book Club, we are going to talk about one of my favourite books and the book I'm currently reading to my son at bedtime. It's I Want My Hat Back by John Classen. A bear is distraught. His pointy red hat has gone missing and its loss has driven him to despair. One by one, he asks the animals of the forest if they've seen his hat with no avail. But wait, what was that rabbit wearing on his head? This is a deceptively simple story with a dark, dark undertone. I Want My Hat Back is published by Walker and currently has an Amazon page rank of 1,333. It's a very good book. It's a very good book, isn't it? Yes, I think I got it for Herbie too early when he was like... Six days old. (laughs) It was the first time we'd gone into a bookshop after he was born and you were like, I know! And I mean, even now, he's just turned three and he doesn't understand because it is a dark book. Yes. Yes, it is. We're still suffering from the issue where he thinks I've written it. I want my hat back by... (laughs) Not Stuart Heritage. I want my hat back by... Herbie Heritage. Herbie Heritage. Okay, I want my hat back by Herbie Heritage. (laughs) But he likes the animals now. He likes looking at the animals and naming the animals. Right. 
Now, so we should talk about what happens in the book. Should we? Is that spoilers? Okay, we're going to do spoilers for I Want My Hat Back, a book that can be read in 30 seconds. So there's a bear, has a pointy red hat, but it's gone missing. Yep. He doesn't know where it is. Nope. He asks an animal, have you seen my hat? And the animal says, no. No, I haven't seen it. So he asks another animal, have you seen my hat? No. Then he asks an animal, um, in what I think is, judging by our son's response, the funniest page (laughs) that's ever been written in any book. Have you seen my hat? What is a hat? (laughs) Uh, But then he finds a rabbit. The rabbit said, he said, the rabbit is wearing a hat. And the, the bear says, have you seen my hat? And the, and the rabbit's like, what? No, hat? I don't know what a hat is. I wouldn't steal a hat. What are you talking about? Go away. And the bear just carries on. And he then he falls into like this deep existential funk because he's lost his hat. <laughs> then um, in a sort of an, a moment of epiphany, he realises, oh, wait a minute, the rabbit is wearing my hat. So he charges back and he confronts him. Then there's a, a silent moment between the rabbit and the bear and then the next thing we just see the bear so i mean that's complex right it's quite complex it's also the colors are quite dark they're not really children's book traditional garish bright colors Mm. john carson is a very good illustrator i was aware of his illustration before i was this book oh i see um but they're kind of brown and it's not what traditionally you would give a six-day-old child no but then you tried... What fucking book did you try reading him? The Children of Green No by Lucy M. Boston. And that's a novel. Yeah. And I saw... I caught you. I was in the kitchen making something and I could hear you reading a story <laughs> to this kid who couldn't even open his eyes. He couldn't even focus beyond <laughs> the end of his nose. And you were doing all the character voices and it was the saddest thing I ever heard. No, that was our marriage vows. <sighs> Do you remember our vows, incidentally? No. But anyway, so there's this, the, the big concepts that I want my hat back teaches. Number yeah. one is lying. Right. Right. Because the rabbit wears the hat and says, I don't know where the hat is. Uh, and the second is violence. Stealing. Stealing. And yeah, well, I think I think kids probably know what stealing is, but v- full on violence because the bear eats the rabbit. Yeah, because it's a bear. Yeah. I... I've started to ask, uh, there's this big page where the rabbit, the bear says, you stole my hat to the rabbit. And then there's just a page where they're both looking at each other, not saying anything. And I've started to say to our kid, what's the bear saying? Thank you. And what's the rabbit saying? Please. What are they going to do? And then you're like, nope. No, I don't. I don't. I haven't got the heart to tell him. I haven't got the heart to tell him that the world is a brutal place uh, and people die every day. I haven't got the heart to tell him that. So I'm like, okay, yeah. He is so many steps away from being okay with the bear eats the rabbit. Yeah, and the following page when it's just a bear by himself, I say, oh, where's the rabbit gone? And he goes to the rabbit's house. So I can't. I can't tell him. No. But he thinks it's hilarious. He's going to be one of those people who goes onto Twitter. Or whatever is on Twitter in like 20 years time. Being, hey guys, I just realised that the bear eats the rabbit. I don't know why he talks like yeah, this. Yeah, I've done that a few times. I'm that guy as well. Are you? I'm like, wait a minute. There is a an episode of the original Thomas the Tank Engine where they, one of the, <laughs> one of the trains is naughty. So they brick him up inside a tunnel <laughs> and that the episode ends. And like Ringo Starr says, 
do you think he's learned his lesson, children? And the fucking episode ends and it's a crying, dirty-faced train suffocating to death in a Joseph Fritzl dungeon. That's quite the extrapolation. I've watched the episode and in the next episode he is unbricked. Yeah, right, but you're watching that in the age of streaming where the next episode is one second after the previous episode finishes. Imagine waiting a week. Imagine watching James the Train crying and it all he was he was just a bit cheeky he didn't do anything wrong he was just a bit i think he was a bit lazy that's all he did he was a bit you know i'm not i'll do that later and they went fuck you brick him up in the tunnel forever when you're a kid because a week is forever when you're a kid anyway i want my hat back by john class and marks out of ten one two three eight nine oh here's the bit where we take your questions and somebody on twitter called at lucy palmer talon asked us how can we go about getting Nick Jr. to stop showing adverts of such cruddy toys in between programmes? My sons automatically say, I want that, I want that, at pretty much everything they see. That's capitalism, baby. Yep. I have two solutions for you. One, stop showing Nick Jr. Just watch CBBS or something. Oh, two, okay. Two, instead, watch YouTube. And I don't want to keep pointing everyone to YouTube, but if you... Show your if you watch YouTube with your kids, the only adverts they show are for like hotels in Dubai. <laughs> they are. There's a every time there was one for the Phantom Thread <laughs> and Japan Airlines. Yeah, yeah. Your kid, as our kid, is gonna go not this, not this, mummy, and you're they're gonna ask you to to skip the adverts. No self-respecting kid. Is going to go, mummy, I'd quite like to buy first class on Thailand Airways uh, and stay in the biggest hotel in Dubai. All their adverts about uh, sort of solving mental health crises, none of which our son is fans of. In fact, a fan of. In fact, he's he's really good at spotting every time an advert appears. As soon as there's like a blue sky and let's say a swimming pool, he's like, bye bye advert. Mummy, this one off. I saw a one-hour advert, pre-roll advert that lasted for an hour. What is that about? I don't even know what it's for. It's just a man playing with some blocks. Presumably, you have to wait until the end of the hour for them to say, you know, buy Marlboro cigarettes (laughs) or whatever. That's a bit weird. Yeah, it's a good way of making your children hate adverts, which I'm pleased about in a way, even though adverts fund... Yeah. Everything. And if you don't have adverts, then nothing gets made. Well, I, I rem- Do you remember that advert lust? Like, you'd see... Yeah! I don't know, something for, like, something Transformers-y. And the the shit thing would be is they'd show all of the all of the things you can get with it that don't necessarily come with mm. the thing that they're advertising. So it would be ca- uh, Castle Greyskull with, you know, five different types of... Well, I started with Transformers, didn't I? I mean, He-Man yeah. characters. And it would just look so cool and you buy it and it would just be like a tiny thing in a box. Well, that's a classic case of buyer's remorse. You think that materialism can solve all your problems. Can't it? Clearly not. I have a soft spot for the adverts a little bit. We don't watch a lot of Nick Jr. because I think our kid is probably too young yeah. for to watch it. And also it is just adverts and that's like no one watches television anymore because of the adverts. But I do, I'm going to miss them when they go of like, a kid holding a toy going, and just noise and just colours and noise and colours and noise. 
No, it used to be my favourite part. I used to love watching the adverts really? on Saturday mornings, yeah. And just really wanting everything. We are very different people. Well, yeah, because you were traipsing around a meadow on a pony. <laughs> Lady in a top hat was saying, Now, now, straighten your back, Robin. And I was going, Well, I want some radioactive ooze. Why is there a lady in a top hat in my scenario? Isn't that how you get led about when you're on a pony? A top hat? Like a little top, one of those little top hats. A little top hat? Yeah, you know, like the pony like ladies wear. What? No, your little top hat. No. Don't... We we can't get Nick Jr. to stop showing yeah. the adverts because that's what funds Nick Jr. What we can do is recommend that you don't watch it. Yeah, or, or watch it on YouTube. They'll all end up on uh, Netflix. Watch it on Netflix. Yeah, watch it on Netflix. And... Uh, or record it on your TVR. Yeah. And then fast forward through the adverts. Or, like, be a good parent and take, take them outside. outside Jesus, let them teach them how to read. Yeah. What sort of parent are you? Yeah, what, you let them watch TV. TV? <sighs> Judgy. Oh, Judging. No. I Judging. bet you eat chips as well sometimes, don't you? I bet you eat fish fingers. Worst. Worst parent. What's her name? Um, Lucy Talon. Lucy Talon. I'm going to report you to social services, Lucy Talon. I'm going to call Childline on you. <laughs> And that's the end of another episode of The Naughty Step. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you have a lovely Valentine's Day. Yeah, have a lovely Valentine's Day. Um, And tell us what you did. All the details. Tell us what you did! (laughs) I've got a cold. Let me live through you. Um, (laughs) Like, whatever. Just, you know, I don't care what you do for Valentine's Day, really. Love is a personal thing and doesn't have to be shared in the world. Tell us what you did. Don't tell us what you tell did. Tell us what you did. If you tell us what you did, I'll be disappointed with you. Who cares what he thinks? He's a square. <laughs> Try one of these cigarettes. <laughs> if you want to leave a review or subscribe on iTunes, that would be very helpful for us. You won't, you'll get nothing from it, but it'll be good for us. We're on Twitter at Naughty Step Pod. If you want us to answer your questions like we do so well... Uh, <laughs> Send us a message. Yeah. Um, And that's probably it, right? That's probably it. Okay. Well, then, until next week, get some sleep. Bye! Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.